It's Andrew Fiore. Some people call me Andy. Some people call me the Cool Breeze. It's dealer's <laughs> choice here on another fine edition of the DYM podcast. I am with my co-host, my life partner, my uh, TV watcher in crime, my movie mayhem compadre, Mr. Sean Donnelly, everybody. <laughs> movie mayhem compadre. That sounds like a late night show on USA in yes, the 90s. Really movie does. mayhem. Movie mayhem. Are you ready for movie mayhem? Yeah. Yes, Andy, this is very big deal, a very huge deal. We are in the left button studios, and we could not be more excited about it because it just, don't you feel more legit doing yeah. it in a studio? Yeah. This is so exciting. Uh, you are listening to the DYM podcast. I am your other host. I am the Dutch. I am Sean Donnelly. Some people actually call me Shawnee. Uh, the guy Shawnee. across from me calls me Shawnee all the time. I say most people do. I see a lot of people do. And um, we couldn't be more excited. We're here with our friend Mushy Mike, and and it's we're, we're, this is going to be like we, this feels even more normal this, back into the into the fold. Here. Yeah, this is a long time coming. Oh, dude, this, this is like a year. This is like we, oh more more than this. We've been trying to get into this studio. This is like this is like a China Club in the eighties. This is like <laughs> a, we cannot get past the bouncer of this studio. I can't get into any of these Patrick <laughs> Bateman type. <laughs> yeah, the Odeon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what color is your business card, Andy? Is it uh, <laughs> it's eggshell white with the <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's so. F- I love. He loses his mind. The writing on that scene is brilliant. And the writing and acting. Yeah, He's it's just like <laughs> how it cripples him. His face. It's is so pissed off. An American Psycho when they're talking about the business cards. Uh, dude, yes, uh, we are here. We're in the studios. We cannot Exciting. be more excited for that, and we're so excited for you to be listening to our show. Uh, but let's just do really quickly since we're. It's a new day. It's a new dawn. Let's get the socials out of the way in, in the opening. Sure. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast yet, pause right now. Do it now. The DYM podcast. Also, so, uh, like us and follow us on uh, Instagram and Twitter. It's at the DYM podcast on both. This is where we do we do movies and more. We are, I'd say we mostly movies, Andy. Even in our everyday life conversation, yeah. we sneak movie slash Seinfeld things into totally. there. So you're getting your media coverage. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Uh, the aforementioned movie mayhem. Absolutely. Movie mayhem. That should be a, a section of the show. We just like... <laughs> We do like That's a the show. We just That's do movie mayhem's like a battle royale of. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I wanted to talk. I wanted to start off talking about this. Uh, we what talk happened? about we we talk about that we are older gentlemen these days. We are men in our forties. Well, I'm not as old as you. Um, yes, you are. You are you are very close in age to me. Uh, I would say it's negligible. I'd say if we met met a younger person. It would is once you're over forty, younger people don't care. Yeah. Also, we have the same effect on uh, show business right now. They don't want anything to do no. with any of us. Uh, so we're in the same boat in that respect. But man, oh man, when an old thing happens in your everyday life, it, it is soul crushing. I was just literally, not comedy wise, not making this up like it was two weeks ago and I just say it just happened now. Yeah. 
on my way down here. I'm on the uh, the old uh, the M train. I mm-hmm. I ca- caught mm-hmm. last minute. I caught an M train down here. I hop on. Mm. Some guy in a construction outfit. He got had to be like 23 years old. He's sitting down. I'm on the train. No more than 10 seconds. He gets my attention. He goes, "Sir, sir, would you like this?" <laughs> oh no. Oh, my Wow. I've never had this happen. <laughs> Dude, I'm 43, and I, I might look older. Some people think I look like I'm, I'm 50 years old. Some people say I look 35. I, I get all over the map sometimes. I, I don't look 20, obviously, but, dude, a sir, oh. would you like the seat is brutal. That's, I'm sorry you had, I had to go through that. That is that is the subway version of, ma'am, can I walk you across the street yeah. with, your, with your groceries? <laughs> that is, it is, oh, my God. It is like, I'm like, I'm like that's it. I'm done. I'm now, done. Now, let me ask you this. I should quit this. show business at least, at the very least, but I might need to go to a retirement community or something. Yeah, retirement community for comics. Yeah. What would that be like? Jesus. That'd be a rough hang, huh? (laughs) Senile end guy who's always on? Oh, God. Who wants to be around that dude? Hack heaven. (laughs) Now, let me ask you this. Were you... Sometimes you got to. Sometimes with the knees, you you might have limped. Any? Did you have a limp or anything like that? Maybe. <laughs> Here's the thing. It's so funny you just said that. Um, that might be the reasoning for right. why this happened. Because right, I was, to... I was. You're trying to figure it out. I wasn't limping, but what I did, but I wasn't doing it because I was hurting. I grabbed both poles because I had. <laughs> I grabbed like two of the poles on arthritis. the subway because I have arthritis, but but not because of that I was just kind of I don't know why I did it. I think because I had uh, espresso before I, I got on the train, so I was like ah, I was like you know really jazzed up. So I kind of grabbed it just because I was like oh, I'll get myself stabilized right when I got on this train. And he might have seen that and was like, oh, this guy needs some help. And then he was like, would you like my would you like my seat, sir? You should sit down. If you got if you need to grab two poles, you should sit down. <laughs> This old man who just had his espresso sambuca <laughs> needs his seat on the subway. Just an old bocce player on the, yeah, on the subway. Yeah. Just an old Greek man on the subway. Just like wow, man. I, I am. Uh, I'm sorry that happened. That I don't ever want to be a part of. Where somebody feels the need that my well-being will be affected if I, they don't give me their subway seat. I gotta be honest. I've never had. I've been called sir before, but that was the well, closest sure. thing. That's an that's a quasi old person thing, yeah. When it's a young young person at a drugstore or something, going, sir, sir, you're next, sir. Yeah. Uh, you know, I can help you here, sir. Yeah, but that's, but that's more like respect. Yeah, so what else are you gonna say? Yeah, what are you gonna say, right? dude? Hey, bro, bro, <laughs> you're next, bro. <laughs> Broseph, welcome to Rite Aid. <laughs> Broham, you're up. <laughs> so that was my adventure on the way here, where I was like, damn, dude, it was like it was funny because I'm not. It is it, funny. It's it's super funny. <laughs> it is funny. It, it's funny because I'm not like oh my really actually offended. It's almost like freeing in a way where like I don't have to worry about like if that's the way I'm viewed. I don't have to worry about being cool. Not that like I, I say this all the time. Not that I was ever cool, but I'm saying like I need to just be me at this point and just like yeah. you know like that kind of thing. You're sure, like oh I don't sure. have to no pretense. Maybe I can start wearing older guy clothes like. I don't know trousers of some sort or um, well, you wore those uh, those Irish guy uh, newsy hats for a while. I did when I was younger, and that's a pretty old man look. It is. I but think they, I, they, you wear them well though. They didn't look bad on me, but then I, you know, it looks after a while people think like, oh, what is this guy a huge Dropkick Murphys fan or something? <laughs> yeah. So I stopped. There's two things I stopped wearing in my life: 
most flannels, because one time goes, uh-huh. it's Donnelly, the flannel guy. And I went, oh, I'm not, I don't think I am the flannel guy. So I got rid of most of them. I have a couple left. And then, and then those newsy hats, and I forget why, but I think they were being worn a ton. And I, I didn't, I just was like, yeah, it's kind of, I've kind of ran its course. And yeah. I started wearing ball caps again. And then for a while, I was trying to do no hats. Right now, I have short hair, so I got no hat. So I did. You that. should get rid of those giant white Nike sneakers that you're very fond of. Why is that? Because oh yeah, because those, those classic like clunks that my dad had. Wait, do you mean the ones I'm wearing now? The, the Air Force no, Ones? No, no. no. Oh, oh, you're just saying like. Well, yeah, but do we have a screen involved today, Mush, or that we can like look at things if we want to? Yeah. Are oh. we just? Is it behind? Is it this one? It'll be both. Oh, you nice. know what I'm talking about? Those classic old man Nikes that uh, my dad had them. They were just giant white. They had the navy whoosh. Yeah, and it's I know the exactly. go-to old man sneaker. Yeah, I'll I'll be at that point. I think they're twelve bucks my for a on, pair. My only saving grace is that I love sneakers, and I kind of know which ones that look yeah, a little bit yeah, younger than my age. So uh, yeah, we could do a, a um, you could do a search to find out how close because I have Air Force Ones now, and I think Air Force Ones are ageless. I think any yeah. age can wear Air Force Ones. That's um, there they are. Is that the them? New Balance ones too also work. Oh yeah, dude. Oh, you know what it is? See how the those one, pants the are? The guy with the wearing them in the middle. And yeah, the wearing them with the pants like that where you cuff up your pants on the bottom with them, yeah. that's an old guy thing to do. <laughs> that's a mall walker right there, yeah. I'll tell you right now. Oh my lord. My dad wore those till the end. Yeah, it's they're very... I'm surprised know? that those are actually that $50. I'm surprised they're that much because my dad... When Air Jordans first came out on the scene, maybe second generation Air Jordans, mm-hmm. I was in like sixth grade, I think around ninety two. I wanted- actually it was probably way later Air Jordans because they came out in like eighty three, right, or eighty five or something like that. Yeah, not the OGs. Yeah, but the, like, like a little later on. Uh, maybe they might have been even third. Uh, I wanted them, like every other kid, exactly. more than anything. Yeah, and you know they were. Around a hundred dollars, I think. Even the, and I, we're talking ninety, ninety-two. When a hundred dollars for a sneaker, it's like mind-boggling. Even to this day, I don't pay a hundred dollars for sneakers. It was there was it was so expensive for a hundred. And I begged and pleaded. I knew I could wear my mom down because my mom, you know, that's the you go to your parents for certain things. You know, if it was like food stuff that you wanted to like get uh, out of the normal routine and get like snacks and stuff, you go to dad. Clothing, apparel, stuff like that, I could go to mom. Because she was a little more keen into, like, listen, this matters in school and my life right now that I look a certain way. Yeah, your dad was so old they used to, like, make their own clothes. Exactly. Like, there's no way yeah. he's buying $100 sneakers. <laughs> so we were sitting at the dinner table one night. The topic came up because we were, like, kind of going from sneaker store to sneaker store. This is how dedicated I was in finding them. To try and find the best price for these Jordans. And my mom was like, if we can find them at certain a uh, certain price, I'll let you get them. And we can like maybe you can like do odd jobs around the house or chores. That sounds familiar. that I never eventually ended up would have done. Wouldn't have done it, but like, but they feel better saying feel. that. Yeah. So I'm starting to talk. I'm like I'm dominating the dinner conversation, being like, "Well, are we going to go tomorrow after school? Like, are we going to go look over again?" My dad is like, "I don't understand what the big deal is. You try on a sneaker. If it fits, you buy it." <laughs> and I I cried. I ran to my crying. I ran to my room crying because I was like, "Who thinks like that?" <laughs> 
that's a man who was told what sneakers he was buying yeah. as a kid. Because think about it, back in the day, like he, I, his mindset is his like. First of all, they were probably called tennis shoes, and like they weren't as rampant. Like kids would just wear yeah. dress shoes when he was a kid, totally. probably. So when he had, if he had to get to gym shoes for gym class when he was like in high school or whatever it was. What was Converse was an early one from like oh, the yeah. younger, or like you know, the, or just white tennis yeah, shoes that probably were, were giving you scoliosis, just like freaking torture devices on your feet. I'm almost positive my dad had shoes that were three sizes too big for him, so that he would grow into them. That's that generation. That's that generation. Yeah, even though they were just messing up their knees and their feet <laughs> and everything, and you, they just come out with like crooked toes. His toes just, look like the Wicked Witch of the East. <laughs> just curled yeah. up. <laughs> it just goes under the under the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, absolutely. So that generation never understands it. I think I told this story. Uh, I, I cried and ran to my room because of yeah. his answer. Because where, from where you're coming from, this is the most important thing that is going Social on. Status. in my, Exactly. I have to go to school with these people, and I, I they have to see me with these freaking sneakers on. Like they ha yeah. Right? That's what it is. That and then the pumps. It was the Jordan's pumps. It was like back-to-back -back years. The oh Reebok pumps. Yeah. I never had pumps. I had okay. So another battle. Oh, I pumps. I never got it. I never got. I had. I got Jordan fours, but they were like more reasonably priced. I think that's why I got yeah, them. Yeah. But there was the fives, and th th to this day, the fives hold this like legendary, um, holy. Uh, uh, what's the thing from um, Last Crusade? The uh, the the cup. Like it's like that cup. The holy from, Grail. The Holy Grail. Jeez, I couldn't think of the word. And. That kind of status in my mind because I think I told this story before and stop me if I did, but uh, I wanted to get the fives so bad. They yeah. had the 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 um the, like the grape one. Now, they weren't even the grape ones. They were like blue and purplish. And finally, my dad uh, he relinquished and he said, "Yeah, okay, I'll get them for you." They were like one hundred and twenty dollars. It was that was huge yeah. for us. I get them about a week and a half later. I can't fit into them. I can't. <laughs> so I wore these things for like two weeks where I was like hurting yeah. so bad because I felt so bad that I did that. Because I knew he'd feel, he'd be, first off, I, it wasn't even it's a like thing. two weeks my, worth of groceries. Exactly. And it wasn't even a thing like my dad would get uh, yeah. upset, I don't think. I think he would just get disappointed that I wasn't wearing them. Like that kind of thing. So the fives were the ones I had, but they were the original, the white and the. The red, the white red. and red. That's yeah. my favorite pair of sneakers that in the universe. The I had. Yeah. Yeah, they never last. Yeah, you're growing. That's why That's parents why don't want to spend that much. You go, you're going to be a different person in three weeks. Yeah, as an adult, you get it. Like even when you, I, we don't have kids, me or you, but we get it. We, yeah. we I get it now. Why yeah. they didn't want to buy a pair of sneakers that in six, right. even, even if it's six months. Maybe one day we can build a family together. <laughs> Yeah, Johnny. How hairy would those kids be? <laughs> oh my God! Jesus, they come out like one would come Ed. out bald. He'd never grow hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is Mikey coming in? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, oh that one. Yeah. Are you watching American Dad episodes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike just takes a dinner break. Bald I just want to watch show. TV. <laughs> The sneaker conversation was boring me. So here's the thing, Andy. I yes, watched uh, something this week. I know you did as well. I watched. A movie and a TV series that I had never seen before. So did I. I wonder if it's the same one. Let's start with the TV series and okay. then we'll get into the movie. Which one did you watch? Well, do you want to guess? I, that you've never seen before? Yeah. So it's like a classic one. No, 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 new. It's just I never had this streaming service before. That should be a big hint for you. Oh, I know what it is. What? Dr. Death. No. Oh. <laughs> it couldn't have been more wrong. You never can, had you know, can you guess the uh, the streaming service that I have not had? I, it was one. Hulu. No, I have Hulu. 
Oh, it's um, uh, uh, one that you never had before, but... Correct. I had to borrow it from a friend. Or... HBO Max. No. No, because you had that. Yep. Don't tell me it's Netflix. Nope. No. Uh, oh, Amazon? No, 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 it's not Amazon. But you're yeah. getting closer in the alphabet. <laughs> oh, Apple. Apple TV. I never had oh, Apple TV. Was it, was it Newsroom? No. Oh, no, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> was, that, was that a different one? Than I watched? Yeah. Way different. Okay. I already yeah. said the one I watched. Oh, Dr. Ted. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's why I thought, because you said it was so recent, or you said it was recent, so. Yeah, I guess the recent acquisition for me. I finally got an Apple TV password mm-hmm. uh, from our pal Greggy Stone, and uh, yeah, it's such a, did you watch it ever? I watched an episode of it. I haven't gotten into it. People love it. It's, I, so I watched the first episode. Let me ask you this. I'm going to ask you this. Yeah. I'm going to guess. A little bit hyped up. Yes, very hyped up because you think Jason Sudeikis, you think, oh, this is going to be a comedy. And People you think lose their minds. The premise the is uh, not a new premise. It's a, <clears throat> a fish duck out of, water. out of water. Yeah. Fish out of water. Yeah. Duck out of water. Um, American football coach comes to England to coach uh, uh, European football. There you go. And you go, all right. But the hype, a lot of times, Shawnee, makes me. The contrarian me goes, ah, I'm not going to like it just because everybody else does, and I'm an asshole that way. Mm-hmm. It's a very sweet show. It's like it's not straight com- – it's not a comedy show. It's more like – it's just like a heartwarming show. I watched the whole thing in like a day. It's it's very sweet, and it's very heartwarming, and it made me feel good more than anything. It made me feel like positive rather than like I, – I wouldn't like – there's not a lot of laughs to the show. It's just like it's nice. I nope. think this is a thing that people are clamoring for because of how shitty things have been. I think so. Yeah. It's just nice, and it makes you feel good. And, uh, yeah, I already watched the first episode of season two, and now I'm at that point where... You're in it. When you binge, yeah, and then I'm now up against it where new episodes aren't going to be till every Friday. I'm going, ah, come on, Friday. Yeah, yeah, you're back to live TV head. Yeah, back to live TV. I flew through it because it was just so fun. I went out. I was hungover on Sunday, and I just I had a couple spots downtown, and I did that thing where I was just like went to do my spots, and in my head I'm going, I just want to go back home and watch the end of season one. <laughs> I just want to go back to my TED. It's a great feeling though because you jump into the universe of it. That's yeah. what that's what that's what is happening with that's what has been happening for a while with TV. It's the idea of I think I even said this last week where he's like. You ever watch? I wanted, always wanted to do a joke about it. You ever watch a whole show and then go, "Well, I guess I just live in this world now." <laughs> yeah. uh, like I watched. So, so when it comes to shows like this, and on top of the fact that I think recently what you can compare it to, Shit's Creek became that for people. Yeah, yeah. Shit's Creek was a thing where if you watch the first season, it's not that funny, right? But it has amazing people in it, and then Great. what they I'm realized sorry. is we're creating this world that it's kind of a happy. Easy show to watch. It's yes. not going to cause you anxiety. It's not going to. It's just a matter. Of, it's just. It's like a little tiny micro universe where you're like, wow, I'd love to like be in that for a day or whatever it is. And it's not because for so long, if you the show TV was so heavy. Like if you, oh my god, you watch Breaking Bad. You watch oh, three yeah. episodes of Breaking Bad. You want to jump out a fucking window? I love that stuff too. Don't get it, me wrong. No, no, it's great. But. Over the course of the years, people have gotten so used to getting so like nervous about their freaking shows, I think, yeah. that now this is a, a really welcomed alternative to be like, oh, I can just sit here and enjoy this. Yeah. You know, that's that theory about why shows are binged again and again and again, because 
uh, when you're even when on a show like Sopranos or something, you know what's coming, so you, your body doesn't have this little these little tiny like right, uh, anxieties right, right. that you're like, oh god, oh boy. That's why a lot of people watch Sopranos for the second time. They go, I didn't realize how funny the show was. Yes, absolutely, hundred percent. It's super you're funny. So tense the first time you're going to kill and kill somebody I love. Yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen. Yep. It's the mafia. Somebody's about this and that. And then you watch it back. You go, "This show's fucking hilarious." There's so many great, so many great lines in that in that show. I told you my Dude, favorite line in that show. Mush, can we do one day just do a field trip from Satin Dolls? <laughs> so close. <laughs> we'll do an episode we'll do a from remote Satin Dolls. From, I've never been. <laughs> I've never been. It's the Bada Bay. Satin Dolls is a strip club on Route Three here, and right outside the city. Yeah. It, literally a 15-minute drive, <laughs> and it, they still have the sign, home of the original Bada Bing. Where we are now, we're super close to it. We are So close. <laughs> I have my car. We could be there in 12 minutes. We, if you want to hit pause on this episode. <laughs> we'll just jump right, back we, into it. Yeah, we got, there's just techno music in the background. Dude, I think I told you, we almost, for Dan St. Germain's yes. bachelor party, we almost went to Sopranos Con, and then we went, we were almost going to go to yeah. Satin Dolls. It just happened, like, by the way. I follow it on Twitter. I mean, uh, Instagram. It just, they did another one? Is that what happened? Because I think this one was last year. Sopranos, and it's Sopranos Con and Mob Movie Con every year at, that's uh, <laughs> so funny, the Shen Yun billboard. Right above it. Um, also, they do it every year. Isn't that Shen Yun show the one where they think they like get like uh, migrant workers in to do, like they don't pay them and they're like just, they're just like indentured <laughs> servants or something? There was some show that they there was some controversy about in the city. Mush, where's this picture from? Because it looks like there's a field trip going to Satin Dolls in this photo. There probably is. They probably have tours. They probably have a thing where you oh, walk in. It's and they a have, legit strip club. It's a business. They and they and they sell bada they bing smart, shirts. I guarantee you. You know what? Also, it, it's from a story about them reopening for outdoor dining. That's so <laughs> funny because there's literally like a family coming. Also, if you're Satin Dolls, why aren't and you, Sopranos takes over? Why aren't you just changing your name to Bada Bing? The Bada Bing? Yeah, it's got there must be have some been a sort reason. Of HBO licensing thing. Then you just go no because. Uh, they have the sign outside. They have the sign. It says Satin Dolls, and right below it, they have the Bada Bing sign. It says Home of the Original Bada Bing. Maybe so, there's another club called Bada Bing, and they trademarked the see, sign. Right oh, there, yeah, there it is. Right there. Yeah. Trust me. I've driven by it 8 billion times because I drive by it every time from Queens when I go to my mom's house. <laughs> you do. The Tony Soprano drive on your way home. It's a good destination. <laughs> well, here's the thing. We were going to go to Sopranos Con. If you looked at the lineup when they first had it, oh, it's it was so sad. They're old. Like they had, uh, they had p- like the horse, like pile mines, <laughs> which I don't even know could be a thing because don't they only last like how many years do horses last? That horse. Were you your been- mom in that bit? <laughs> last. I That's said just, last. You had to know Shawnee stand up. <laughs> last. Um, um, does horses live? Live. Yeah. I think horses live to their twenties, dude. Right. So there's no way. That this horse could be Maybe it's a unless descendant. It's, what? It's a descendant. That's what I'm thinking. That it's like it's it's kid or it's grandkid. It's sire or it's <laughs> I don't mind too. The sire would be the dad, actually. What? Did you see that photo of that horse in the old lady's hospital room? Mush, can you pull that up? It's the fuck most it, do you know what I'm talking about, Mush? As like an emotional support animal? Yeah. It's the funniest photo I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. Well, it's also a personification of the Mulaney bit about Trump. Where it's one of the greatest bits I don't know ever. If I know it. Oh my God! Where he talks about Trump, he compares him when he first became president as 
having a, a horse loose in a hospital. <laughs> like you don't know where the horse is. You don't. Know, and he never mentioned his name once. It's one of the most brilliant bits ever because he never says Trump, which I thought was great. There's, <laughs> there's another angle though. There's another angle that I'm thinking of. <laughs> That's a pretty funny angle. It, the horse looks like the doctor checking up on the lady. She's just looking. <laughs> I gotta find it because there's a way better one where it looks like. We got to tweet out this photo because uh, Ian Fidance, for some reason, is in the room with them. <laughs> I don't know. Is that his, gra- his grandma? Uh, we're getting closer. <laughs> but you know what, though? I think it's a horse picture. Something in France where there it's like, yeah, for emotional support. Also, let's be honest. The hospitals aren't too. They're probably not too sanitary in France. But here's the thing. Uh, I'm kidding about that. I have no idea. But, oh, yeah. But they put the funniest thing is they put the horse in like an outfit. <laughs> They put the horse in scrubs. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> it's a giant horse. That's and it's, the one. Its mane is braided. Doesn't it look like he's leaning over her? He's like, hey, I can't find the remote at all. <laughs> <laughs> and also, his ears are up like he's a donkey. Like, he has like weird <laughs> ears. He's wearing scrubs. And it looks the like nurses... she's also whispering into him. But, <laughs> but, I mean, that's not sanitary, dude. No. How is that possible? But if you're about to die, what do you care? I guess so, but... I don't know her story. Is she really on death's door where they got a fucking... I mean, this horse is a monster. He's like a fucking Trojan war horse. <laughs> Look at the neck on that thing. It's massive, dude. That, that is a gigantic fucking horse. That horse has like the rock's neck. Like it has... <laughs> looks like yeah. a rock. That is... <laughs> but doesn't it look like she's whispering? She's got her hand up over her mouth like she's whispering to the horse. You know... Let me get a look at that cock or something. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If I'm going to go out, I want to go. Like in the horde, the nurses are standing around clapping. Yeah, they like, is this like a famous horse? I have no idea, but it's just such a bizarre photo. I saw it on Twitter and then it threw me for a loop. Imagine this is like her make-a-wish, but 97 years late. Like she's just like, I want a horse on my deathbed. Like I better be a horse there about 10 minutes before I die. Did Nana die from her congenital heart failure? Now the fucking horse reared up and kicked her. Also, I, ho- I hope that was her choice. Because if you're 90-something yeah. and you don't know a horse is coming, <laughs> would you not be so freaked out to be like, I'm dead. There's a, I, I see a horse in the hospital. Like, I'm done. I'm dead. I am dead. I'm in heaven, and this horse is with me. The uh, I absolutely... If you... If they only would allow you, you were on death's door. You had l- days left to live. Or let's say, let's say yeah. two days left to live. And they were like, you can have one animal uh, in, with you in the hospital for, for a little bit of time to yeah. console you. Yeah. What, what would you pick? I think this is probably a really easy I, question. Yeah, you got to give me a golden retriever. Yeah. Give me. Well, would you, yeah, would it be one of your dogs? You never. Oh, you guys never had a dog. Do you have a dog? We had dogs. We had dog your whole life. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, if I could bring. Oh, if I could bring back one. Yeah. That would be great. If I could bring back one of my dead dogs. Yeah. Absolutely, I'd bring back Shannon. Yeah, I'd bring Golden. back. I think I'd bring back Rickles. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. Rickles. I think I'd bring back my bulldog Rickles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This got really sad. This I know. Well, like it's last obvi- episode. Uh, what else are you? No, that's why the horse is so weird. Whenever you see the little kids and the therapy dogs, you go, Yeah, dogs make sense. Um, you immediately feel bad. I've never like seen a horse and gone. I am so much happier now. But no, here's the thing though that you, that's wrong. I'll tell you why. But it's Is only it? only because it's out of context. I, they yeah. they use horses for therapy. Like uh, I know somebody who went to I rehab. Know, I know a lot of people. They went to they were like in sleepover rehab and they ha- they brought them horses and they would pet the horse. Sleepover rehab. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that sounded. I weird. can't spend the night over at my buddy's house. <laughs> 
Um, no, they would have horses and they would pet the horses and it'd be com- horses are calming. I know, but I know a lot of people who are terrified of horses. Oh, well, if you, I don't think they would do that if you were terrified of horses. It's not the Mori Povich I'm show. It's, a gamble. it's not Mori Povich where they're bringing pickles out and you're scared of pickles and they're like, "Here's a horse." Uh, you hate horses? Here's a horse. And we have him behind the stage right now. <laughs> um, no, it'd be the thing that made, like, I get comforted by horses. Hmm. That, look at that Michael Clayton scene. That's one of the greatest scenes in film history. Yeah, it's a great scene. I'm with you. I'm not scared of them, but I don't know if they would be my choice for uh, la- last animal I ever saw. No, I- Actually, I gotta be honest. If I was around them my, in my life, I, they, it would make sense because, like, it was a it's a nostalgic thing to go to the racetrack for me. Like, I, I actually wouldn't mind it. As, I would pick a dog. Yeah, don't get me wrong. If I had my choice, would, I'd be like, please bring in an old dog that, or a dog that I can like. Can I tell you this? Hug. Too? I was in high school and I was very I was sick with like the flu or whatever. I would, but I was legitimately like not trying to get out of school. I was actually sick. And our cat, our Siamese cat, Bruno, who was aces. This guy was the man. <laughs> Personality, like he would talk back to you. If you would be like, hey, Bruno, he'd, you know, he'd talk back. Yeah. One of the good cats. Yeah. He would know how animals do sometimes. He came in, he comfort, like he yeah, came with me. So I think a cat too would be like, because you can cuddle with a cat. That that's, cat. Yeah. Some cats right. don't obviously. give a shit. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. That made me feel better. I have him. I go, oh, my little buddy is keeping me company while I'm watching Baywatch reruns. And yeah. Between jerking off. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> jerking off between fever dreams. Yeah. Jerking off but with I, the, the flu is like, that's like, I think that's another dimension at that point. I think you just entered another dimension if you're jerking yeah, off. I didn't have the energy. You're right. Yeah. Like, that's like when they say, what's that? Not, what, robo, you're like robo tripping and then you oh, masturbate yeah. while like on. What's robo tripping? It's. You're doing cough syrup and something else at the same time. Ugh. Like some kind of pills or something. I forget what it is. You're doing something in cough syrup at the same time. Next week's episode. <laughs> Which is robo trip. I'll tell you one thing that I want to do. Uh, mushrooms. Never done in my life. Oh, really? Yes. It's a fun I, time. I, but I'm like, oh, am I too old to do them? And then everybody tells me, nah, you're not too Here's old. what you have to do. You got to really baby step your dosage. Yeah, that's I what I know would do. too many people who like, get a bag of mushrooms and they go, down the hatch. No, no way. And you're a fucking puddle nope. in a half hour. I would not be me. You got to take a little tiny nibble of one or two. See where you're at. If you feel good, you feel like you take another little nibble. Mm-hmm. It's you basically, if you eat the whole, you've overdosed. Yeah. Because you are literally poisoning poisoning yourself. The one thing I don't go crazy with is that kind of stuff because I'm like so freaked out by the idea of like losing my mind. Yeah. Yeah. But the, uh, well, maybe I'll get to it at some point and then I'll go straight to DMT. <laughs> don't want to see these machine elves everybody's talking about. Got to see the UFOs, Andy. Open up my perceptions. Oh, you think that's how you contact them? Well, there's theories that some people are in tune with those things more than others. Interesting, like so, ESP? Yeah, well, so when some people see UFOs, a lot of them have multiple stories in their life of these sightings. So they think that some people are on that, frequen- are on that frequency more than others. Mm. Like my cousin, he, had a whole, he has two different stories about seeing things in the sky mm-hmm. that he can't explain. Or one thing was over his How house. How old a fellow is he? What? How old a fellow? He's in his 40s. Uh-huh. He's a, a very sane gentleman. Out of the, out of the hospital? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, never been to a hospital. Uh, if you if you're implying mental hospital, yeah, sanitarium. No, not sanitarium. <laughs> well, he wasn't a hospital with a horse, and <laughs> yeah. the horse also saw the UFO. So there you go. Hey, I'm Nolan Sykes, a host of Past Gas, the number one automotive podcast in the world. Every week, my co-hosts James Pumphrey, Joe Weber, and I bring you some of our favorite stories from the hollowed halls of car history. 
From the amazing to the weird to the utterly unforgettable moments, we cover it all. Join us as we take a look at the wild stories and larger-than-life characters behind legendary cars and car makers. So if you love cars or just like a good story, check out Past Gas by Donut Media, the number one automotive podcast in the world. But the uh, you, I also watched a movie this week that I'd like to talk All about right, before we end the old episode. Yeah. Uh, do you want to go first on this bad boy? Oh, actually, no, I didn't bring up Dr. Death. Oh, yeah, Dr. Should I talk about that next episode? I don't know. Sure, talk about it because I don't really know what it is at all. All right, I'll wait, I'll wait till the end because I, I, it's really great. Oh, you want me to talk about it now? Either one. Uh, what it is, if people haven't seen this show, it's called Dr. Death. It has um, Pacey from uh, uh, Dawson's Creek, that really? guy Joshua Jackson, whatever his name is. Yeah. And it's got, um, who else is in it? Um, uh, Christian Slater, who's awesome in it. She Alec knows. Baldwin. And the crazy part about Alec Baldwin, it's Alec Baldwin in a dramatic... Here you go, Dr. Death, right there. There's Peacock original. Yeah. So And it's a Peacock. It's like Peacock's first big show that's, like I think, doing well. Uh, Do I have but, to have a special thing for this? or What? No, well, Peacock. I, you have to like sign up for Peacock. Oh, but I, you can get like a cheap version of to check it out. Because I'll be honest, it's a, it's a cool show. It's written really well. It's based on a comic book guy? Or? No, it's no, no, no. It's based off oh, a real okay. story by this guy, Christopher Dunch. They call him Dr. Death. The Dutch? Yeah, no, the Dunch. Oh, the Dunch. No, no, not the Dutch. I don't want to be this fucking guy. <laughs> I'll change the Dutch nickname over this. Well, this guy's psychotic. I, Dr. The, the Dr. Death I know is Kevorkian. Exactly. That's the weird part about this. But this guy, Kevorkian, they shouldn't call Dr. Death. Kevorkian was helping people, yeah. right? This guy was a psycho uh, who no. was very, very smart, but had this like God complex yes. and was convinced and wasn't making any money on the research side of medical uh, of his medical career. So he decided he was a surgeon. But he went through all the training to be a surgeon, right. but he was always awful about it. So I think he had some kind of disorder, a processing disorder where he couldn't he just was awful at his job where yeah, he like they yeah. tell him right he would put up his left hand right like that kind of yeah, thing yeah. he's like he had like a, I think like a learning disability so what ends up happening is he's getting himself into all these hospitals and making tons of money and just slipping through the cracks with these administrations uh, and then but he's like hurting people he's like causing paralysis causing death yikes. on like a bunch of different people and so these Christian Slater and Alec Baldwin play these two doctors who like their mission is just to like get this guy in jail because he'll just go from state to state getting new medical license to the, working because he needs the money it's a whole like money thing sounds like he's just bad at saving yeah, it's a whole fun. Yeah, that's saving money and lives. Yeah, right, exactly. But it's a really good show. Check it out. But the right. thing, one of the funny things about it is that Alec Baldwin, you know him so much from uh, Thirty Rock that when you see him in like an actual real dramatic role now, you're like, oh, you're just you're Jack Donaghy. Like you're just like yeah. you can't ever be serious again because you played the ridiculous serious character in um, Thirty Rock. But that's actually kind of funny. He uh, has the God complex because Alec Baldwin. Malice. Yep, exactly. That's what I thought too. And Malice, what's the famous line from Malice? He goes, uh, he goes "You say God I have a complex." Yeah, I am. God. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, dude, that's and he's playing like the antithesis of that in this. Like yeah. he's like the actual good guy in this, right. which is pretty interesting. That's. I wonder if the decision to book him, to book him, to cast him, so, yeah, is because he was it. in Malice. Do you think that had anything oh, to do maybe, with that? Maybe, but I think also somebody. And his on his team might have been like, "Hey, we need you to be in some more positive things." <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I guess he was. Why you mean? Well, what, what do you think screwed like, up for him, Andy? After he called his daughter a pig on yeah, a voicemail, he, like punched some reporter and <laughs> called him a faggot or something. This guy doesn't give a. He shit. doesn't give a shit. But then, like, he played Trump, and people loved him for that. And he wasn't so. that good at it. Yeah, it he kind of like, sucked at it. 
Nobody wanted to say that. There was also skates on whatever. He, he skates on whatever. He's, I think he's just working. You know, like he's yeah. like, I'll host match game. I'll do this. I'll be in this thing. I gotta watch Glenn Gary again now. Glenn Gary's great, but uh, you watch the him as Trump. Him as Trump. Nobody wanted to admit it. He sucked at it. And there was a whole. You remember that whole Twitter exchange where Anthony Admetuck, whatever his name Admit, is. Yeah. He was so much better at Trump. And somebody said, "Hey, get rid of Trump and get Anthony." And then. Baldwin, Alec Baldwin, just started shitting all over Anthony. <laughs> I don't really and Anthony's like, dude, it wasn't even me. What are you doing? It's like, you just have an anger problem. You're, like, You're making so much money from the shit that you do. And yeah. all I want to do is play this one little role. Relax. Yeah, he, didn't even, he didn't really look like him. He didn't look like him at all. And it was like, it was like the, this ridiculous version of Trump that was going to get by because it was so over the top. Yeah, yeah. Like, we, either of us could have done that if we worked on it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But since he was... Baldwin, what it was is Baldwin is so liberal that it was like, he's like, I'm going to stick it to this guy by playing him as a total buffoon yeah. the whole time, which I get. But at the same time, you want a good impression as well. It's a bald loss. Instead of a bald win. Yeah, now you got it. Right? Come on. Mush, right, we have fun. can we edit that out? Can we edit that part out? <laughs> that was a bald loss instead of a bald win. Yes, yeah, bald win. <laughs> it, it got mush. This show might be over. <laughs> this might be the end of the show. Right. Um, but you watched a movie. I'll oh, talk about my I movie the next great episode. One. I want to hear about what you watched. I watched, uh, yeah, I watched, uh, this one went under the radar of a lot of people, I think. Uh, new Guy Ritchie movie with Jason Statham, the team that works, Wrath of Man. What? <gasps> I think I saw the trailer Baby for this. Baby girl. I think I saw the trailer for this. Now, here's the thing. I uh, spent some time at Marianne Fiore's this week, so you know how we do. Jesus Christ. Checked <laughs> one of the old on-demand new releases. This kid, this, kid hasn't, this kid hasn't paid for a movie since 86. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it came out in May, dude. It like went under everybody's radar. But let's, well, hold on, though. Was it good? I loved it. Get out of here. Loved it, dude. Here's what it was. It's a revenge heist movie. Great. What? Revenge slash heist. I'm telling you, it's a fun... All right, little caveat. It's not Guy Ritchie's sharpest writing, but it doesn't matter because Statham is great. Statham. Uh, it's got a good ensemble cat. Uh, Josh Hartnett's in it. Um, a bunch of like guys, I don't really know their names, but I go, yeah, that guy's great and everything I see him in. Uh, good like surrounding support cast, and it's just fun from start to finish where you just go... Can't wait to see what happens next. Can't wait to see the twist. Can't wait to see the turn. And it's just like, yeah, man. I, I It had like a couple different takes on it where you go, all right, a little bit of old Guy Ritchie twists and turns in there. Like some of the writing is really dull where just like, you know, because it's- Gets it's, a little boring? It's No, it doesn't get boring at all. That's what I'm saying. It's like you can totally overlook it. But it's just like if I'm nitpicking. Like if you just want, and I looked up before I bought it. I was like, oh, yeah, I kind of heard about this. I'm like, Guy Ritchie. Jason Statham, what? So I looked it up and like the ratings on Rotten Tomatoes and all that are not great. But I went, fuck it, dude. I know these. I know this team. Yeah, that's Turkish and Guy Ritchie. If you, when you have you guys made snatch, these are the things you can never trust with reviewers. Uh, action movies and like comedies, I never trust reviewers because like fun movies when it's not like cinema or like you know films. Yeah, that's when you can't trust reviewers. You know what I'm saying? So, dude, this just had uh, a great. Armored car truck heist movie with revenge and Jason Statham doing what he does best. Dude, I thought it was a great movie if you're watching it for what it is. I had a fun 
two hours. You had me at Statham, I'll tell you right now. So, I, dude. I'll tell you what Statham is. He's the bald Paul Rudd. That's what he is. Because he doesn't age. He's the but he's the yeah, bald, he but he's bald, great. but he looks fantastic. Andy Garcia is in it. It's yeah, here's the thing. You just kind of go, uh, what was that one thing that they Yeah, it doesn't even matter that they didn't wrap it up. <laughs> you know? It didn't even really matter. You just go, all right. I still had a good time. I got to be honest. You had me so much in the beginning, and now just saying that, I'm like, this movie stinks. <laughs> no, it doesn't stink. It doesn't stink. <laughs> I'll definitely it just check it has out. A, it just has like one thing where you're like, I don't think that was explained. It doesn't really matter. And that was my point is that you're going, and I don't really care because it was still fun. It was a fun two hours. Uh, I will definitely check it out. I think if you have Guy Ritchie and Statham uh, together, I think you can't go wrong. Uh, I think it was probably together. overlooked because of COVID and the and our and the theater situation. That it did seem at times you go, man, might have been a little rushed. But it also was overlooked because Ritchie's not. It's not. He's not. Yeah, he's he's not thought of as you have to go see a Guy Ritchie movie anymore. Like, no, he's I mean, he's dropped the ball enough times where it's like. Yeah, Lockstock and Snatch, you're like, this guy right. is the shit. Even though they're very similar movies, but he had that like crisp writing, that fun like British street slang and yeah. dialogue and cool characters. It kind of felt like um like a British Tarantino in a way. Exactly. You know what I mean? But but his own thing. But his own and thing. And then I think what happened was Went to L.A., got whitewashed, didn't have that London yeah, flavor making, anymore. Fucking shit with Madonna, and then Married got Madonna. him into Kabbalah. 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 Yeah. Kabbalah Harris. Kabbalah Harris. Bald loss. Bald loss. That was a bald win. Literally. Shawnee. That was a bald win from the bald Dutch. Oh, come on. I just thought of a good idea. Every movie that we talk about, right? You have to say at the end, our rating system is, bald was bald. it a bald winner or a bald <laughs> <laughs> And then if we can do a thing, I'm hoping the laugh button can do a graphic where one of them was, is Alec Baldwin with hair, and then we do a bald Alec Baldwin oh, next yeah. to it. Bald win, bald loss. So he's hairless or hair full. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Is there, is there like, there's got to be like a fat, bad paparazzi Baldwin picture. Too. Oh, there's got to be. Like you have shitty Baldwin or like hot and Baldwin. And then the Glengarry... Uh, Baldwin is like you know he's pointing at you. That's a bald win. That's a bald win. Well, Wrath of Man is a bald win, baby. Honestly, just a great like fun uh, revenge slash heist. It's got some cool like the plot is cool. The plot has got some I fun will, elements where you I, go, oh shit, all right, and then it goes another way. You go, I see what they're doing. I this is exactly the type of movie I like watching. Yeah, I and am, like that's like <clears> I said, it was like a Tuesday night sitting at home, nothing to do, kill two hours and have a fun. <laughs> Fun little watch. I will 100% watch this. I'm going to save... $5.99. Charge it to Marianne Fiore. Because here's the thing, man. It's like, Statham was one of these guys that he kind of... He stayed in his lane, man. It's such a smart... It's such a smart uh, move. Bald <laughs> <laughs> law. How did you get that? Wow. How did, did you just make that now? No. no that's, that's uh, Mush cool. just put up a picture that's of a bald... Perfect. Somebody did that, right? Yeah. Because it's like bald Alec Baldwin. Alec Balding win. Oh my god, dude! Save that photo. That's it. We'll do a Baldwin or a Bald ball. Loss. Can you bring up a Glenn Gary picture of him, like kind of similar to that? <laughs> a Baldwin. Wrath of Man was a Baldwin. Also, Wrath of Man. It might have been overlooked because it's not a great title for a heist. Yeah, kind movie. of a. You know, I feel like there's been other movies probably called that. Like it feels like a Denzel Washington title. You know. Yeah, absolutely. It does. Sounds like Man, man on, on Fire. fire. Yeah. Or yeah, exactly. Anything with man in it is like, eh, you kind of a little bit played out. There he is. Oh, yeah. there, there he is. Or even in Malice, maybe. 
That's a bald win right there. That, was that is shocking. Steel blue eyes. <laughs> um, no, I absolutely will check it out. I will pretty much check out anything uh, Statham and anything Guy Ritchie. But then, if, unless I hear otherwise, if I hear it's really bad, like you know, one of the ones that it's not it's not Guy Ritchie, but it reminds me of him is that League. What's that one called? League of Gentlemen movie. Uh, well, the extraordinary, extraordinary. No, 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 no. no. Um, uh, I forget what it's called. Like I, the but League of Gentlemen. I know what you mean. I can't think of it. The first one is like phenomenal. And me and my buddy Robert Dean, you know Robert Dean. Yeah. Uh, when we were living together, we got. I think it was during COVID. We got so hyped from the first movie, and then we found out that like uh, you could buy on iTunes the second one, and we watched yeah, that, yeah. and it was a piece of <laughs> shit. It's hard to make a good movie, man. Should I mention the movie that? I, do we have time? No, let's save it. You want to save it for yeah, the next? Yeah, save one? it for next week. Let's wrap things up, baby Bob. We, All we, right. we, we uh, I, I called you baby Bob. I don't know why I did That's that. Okay, it's just baby Breeze. Uh, baby Breeze, bald loss. I. Uh, this was so much fun doing it in the studio. I, this is yeah. so much better than Zoom. It's, it's next like, week as well. We feel like we're living life. Next week we were in the studio as well. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. Let's do this one more time. Let's do the social medias for the uh, the old show. It's at the DYM podcast. At the DYM podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Also follow the laugh button. That's at the laugh button on both platforms. Thank you so much to Mushy Mike. That's at Mike V Suarez. Mike correct. V. Buster Palm. Buster Palm. We call that baby. And tell them about the other stuff, Andy. Tell these freaking people about the other stuff. Well, you can catch Sean at the uh, House of Comedy, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yes. Thank, yes. This. Uh, yeah. When this is airing, you will be able to catch. There's about four more shows going on after this. This comes out. Uh, yeah. See me, House of Comedy, Minneapolis, Minnesota. It's in the mall. Uh, the Mall of America. Oh, you gonna go on the roller coaster? I w- I will. I've never have, but I will. I'm not, really, I'm not a roller coaster uh, person. I've had a feeling about you. <laughs> you. <laughs> but yes, please follow my social media to find out about ticket info. Uh, House of Comedy. Go to SeanDonnelly.com where you cannot see any information. <laughs> Mushy, what are you doing? He's bringing it up to show. I think he was trying to help me out. Mushy just brought up my page Boy, yeah. to help me out, and I am an idiot who does not update my tour dates. So, but go to my Twitter. You'll get info there. If you're in the Minneapolis area, if you maybe you're in your St. Paul, take the drive over, check out a show. Yeah. There's six different chances to see me. Thursday so one, Friday two, Saturday two, Sunday one. House of Comedy. We're going to the Twin Cities, yeah? Oh, yeah? yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I will be at Comics this weekend at Bohegan Sun in Uncasville, Connecticut. So uh, come down. We'll we'll gamble and say hi, and we'll talk shit. And uh, you can listen to our other shows on SiriusXM if you have that fine broadcasting uh, schedule. Yeah, here's a big one. Uh, coming up, actually, I have a show down the Jersey Shore in Stone Harbor, New Jersey. This is going to be a fun one, man. I have my buddies who live down there, Black Dandelion. They are a big local hit. They're going to be playing some music. They're going to actually open up the show. Then we're going to do a little comedy. Then they're going to come back and close the show with tunes because you can't. It's hard to follow music, Sean. You don't do it. Yeah, that's why they I, always you know, have you to close the show. Play a little, maybe like a walk-in music. I go. Then we'll do our show just to get the crowd warmed up. And then you guys got to come back. I can't end on a no music. That's exactly right. Yes, you nailed it. Uh, so that's going to be a fun one. It's in a great like old school movie theater. So it's got my two loves, movies and comedy combined. It's going to be a super fun hang at the at the shore. We'll go to the beach. So uh, you can get tickets. Uh, go to my website and you link it through there. But uh, the comics Mohegan this weekend, and then August fifteenth. It's a Sunday night hang. We're going to get screwy uh, in Stone Harbor. I might and try then, to come uh, down just to hang. Absolutely, and that, yes, we're going to be writing a little bit of vacation for the kid. 
yeah, so you were saying before, check out both of our radio shows. Andy's show right. yes. on Sirius XM, Raw Dog 99, every Thursday at 4 p.m. Uh, it's called The Raw Report. It's hilarious. They get all sorts of great Thanks. guests. And check out mine as well, 24 hours earlier, 4 p.m. on Wednesdays, Raw Dog 99. It's called Celebrate. We celebrate one topic a week. Same this week? thing. This week, we do a, uh, a Sean and Kevin. We just had it today. Oh, it just aired nice. today. We had uh, a Sean and Kevin show uh, this past week. And then next week, we'll have an amazing guest. Um, yes. And uh, yeah, check out Andy. What's your socials, Andy? Uh, you can follow uh, The Raw Report at The Raw Report SXM. You can follow me at. We have a couple of lovely females, Jesse May Peluso and Rachel Feinstein, both our pals. Very 